Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, to preserve the nation is our goal. Freedomsrisingsun.com is Dr. Scott Bradley's website. Look, folks, last hour, I was all over the map. Last hour, Dr. Scott Bradley, all over the map. You say, why? Because there's so many aspects to this to bring up. So many national security concerns uh, from being nice to an old man like Joe to realizing the deep state is destroying this country. And we're all over the map because there's so many topics to discuss with this. Biden is above the law is the quintessential takeaway summary of this. Look, 77% of the American people according to a poll back in August 2023, and it's been getting worse since then, say, you know what? Joe's too old to serve effectively as president. Now, I don't think he's too old. I just think he doesn't have the right health. Other leaders could serve at that age, okay? But Vladimir Putin literally welcoming Trump to the White House. Now, that's designed, in my opinion, to promote Joe uh, and to down Donald and say, my gosh, we've got to get away more from Russia. But the truth of the matter is, folks, We've got to look at America and protect our sovereignty, regardless of who has what conversations, regardless of all those things, right? Anyway, so I'm all over the map on this thing because there's so many aspects to bring up about this. Uh, and what the future holds, I don't know, but I submit to you that it's, what, nine months till the election's still about? I know it's this year and it's coming up fast, but it's a, it's, it's a gazillion lifetimes when it comes to politics, doctor. It absolutely is, and I'm going to just uh, throw another wrench in the works, if you will. I mean, I I, I just heard sure. so many shiny objects out there. Yesterday, the Senate voted with a two-thirds margin, for crying out loud, for a bankrupt nation, us, with our own border problems, where it's absolute, it's worse than a sieve. It's a complete and abashed invasion. Yesterday, they voted, the Senate voted 97 to 32 for a foreign aid bill. No, 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 67. 67, yeah, not, yeah, yeah not, you're right. Uh, good. That, okay, good. I got to check my bets sometimes, too. Okay, 67 to 32, two-thirds margin. I said that correctly to begin with, but That's absolutely right. jumped the rails. Okay, two-thirds margin to send $61 billion to Ukraine, $14 billion to Israel, $4.83 billion to the, our allies in the Indo-Pacific. I mean, we're gearing up for another regional war there, right? So, so here we have this huge country that we don't have enough money. We haven't taken the effort to secure our own borders. We set up $95 billion to send us foreign aid, and the Senate passes it. I mean, you know, people say, oh, it's them damn Democrats, you know. No, they have a bare majority. The Republicans jumped in on this, too. Why is that? Because of the... Israeli lobby and the Ukraine lobby say, well, the Israeli isn't as big a offer as the Ukraine. Not thing. to mention the military industrial complex chiming in. Oh, there yeah, for yeah, a couple yeah. Everybody's of got, three. But yeah, I agree. hundred percent heavily. So and that's we why go. we're so all over the map on this. I accuse Dr. Bradley of being all over the map. And it's true. 
Uh, he accuses me of being all over the map, and it's true. Yeah. Because there's yeah. so many aspects to this doctor, it is hard to break down uh, in meaningful ways and, and apply it to what matters and what doesn't in America, too. Okay, the political bantering between Donald and, and Joe doesn't matter. Okay, but what does matter is the national security concern. What does matter is you have people clearly above the law now. It's not debatable now. I used to say that, and people are like, oh, you're a conspiracy guy. It's not really. Now it's, it's not debatable that these people are above the law, doctor. Absolutely not. And, and I'm going to throw another one out there. I mean, I don't know where you want to go with any of this stuff, Sam, honestly. But the Nikki Haley phenomenon. Here's okay, the darling. Just before you continue on Nikki Haley, we're going in the right direction. We're covering each aspect of this, and it sounds like it's all disjointed and all over the map. But if you put it together, we're bringing up aspects of what's happening right now. What's happening right now is you have the United States government, deep state, literally lying and manipulating everything. And every bit of it's starting to become exposed through Tucker Carlson, through Nikki Haley and her belligerent agenda, which we'll get to in a second. Every bit of this points to the deep state is getting exposed. The question left is now that the crossroads are here, you can't hide behind conspiracy or anything else anymore. It's in your face. The question is, will the American people have the gumption, the integrity, the great numbers uh, to demand accountability here? Or will this be all swept under the rug and you'll see an unleashed future uh, of criminal activity in your face if we let this stand. So we're at a crossroads, doctor, is the whole point of all this. Yeah, Sam, uh, there are numbers in good Americans. There really are. But we Amen. have this bread and circuses thing going on. I hear there's a ball game coming up pretty darn quick. I don't know if it's this week. Darn right, man, this Sunday, but, $7 million for a 30-second commercial. And, and somebody told me the other day, I was getting my car oil changed and everything, and the guy behind the counter told me, he says, have you, have you bought your tickets to the Super Bowl? And I says, uh, yeah. no, I haven't. <laughs> he says, the, the one's up at the highest in terms of farthest away from the field. And I've been to some football games, and I say, why would I go, first of all? I mean, it, but second of all, to get the, the farthest tier Because away Taylor's going to be there, buddy. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like thirty seven. I think he said thirty four, thirty seven hundred dollars for one of those farthest away. He said there's sixty one thousand dollars for the ones down there. You know the the plane. yeah the real <laughs> seats. Yeah, you're yeah, not in the yeah. cheap seats anymore at the sixty one grand. They say the average ticket right now, if you want to go late, uh, with the cost of getting there and anything else, you can get in the nosebleed for ten grand. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, the reason I brought what up that facade of a thing. Now, let me for, stop you. For, and this is where I want to make the point. This sounds like we just left and we're all over the map. We're not. These are all aspects of the same reality check. Doctor, go ahead. Well, the point of the matter is that the Americans are so distracted, so completely diverted from everything and anything that matters. I mean, anything that's virtuous, lovely, of good reporter, praiseworthy is on ice. And we have completely, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that after the ball game, you know, kind of thing. But do I have enough beer and chips and dip and, and man alive, we got to have and pizzas Joe, over? And Donald Trump literally going, yeah, I think the Bud Light people need a second chance. That's Donald another says. shiny object. Why would he do it that? Really is, uh, well, maybe Bud Light sales are down for the Super Bowl game. I'm, I'm guessing. Who cares? But, they should be down. But, yeah, who cares? But the fact of the matter is, people... If people don't start caring, I mean, Andy Jackson, when he gave his farewell address, he said, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And we have been so asleep at the wheel so long time. We have left this in the hands of the deep state until maybe the deep state is un 
You, you can't unseat them. I don't know. And, and I give an example for, uh, uh, you know, here a couple of weeks ago on the 24th of uh, January, By the way, I, I believe you can't unseat them if we remain a, a immoral people and we turn our back on religion. It's true. We cannot. However, true. if we became a moral people and turned to God Almighty, I'm telling you right now, uh, God can do anything. And if we put our trust in him, there are solutions at the end of that rainbow. I promise you that. It, it's a reality check. on This is what I mean by we're at the crossroads, doctor. I got news for you people. Our Savior is not going to be in Washington, D.C., okay? we got to turn to our correct Savior. But we, the people, have a duty. You know, people are waiting for the rapture. They're going to be taken up to heaven, and they won't have to face this nonsense. We're going to go through a real bumpy road because you guys don't care enough to get involved. And and I, I take an example. I, I, on the 24th of January, I think I told you, we, we spoke up at the uh, Idaho State Capitol um, in regards to against a Constitution Convention resolution. And by the way, when he spoke at the Capitol, he was not all over the place. He was spot on point. Uh, well, We're working I, on I putting said, up that interview pretty soon, too. But go ahead. Yeah, I sent you a copy of that. But the fact of the matter is, that's on the agenda for the Idaho State Capitol today. Today. In fact, it's probably done with the hearing on it today. I mean, I think that they were having that first thing this morning. That's what happens, people. The, this inextricable march to tyranny continues because not enough people give a hang. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Now, they, they won't pass it today. I can, I'm quite confident of that. It'll probably get through committee with a favorable recommendation, and you know how that works. But the fact of the matter is it's marching onward. This is a, We're at hinge points all over the place, all over the place, and nobody seems to care. We're watching foolishness that's simply circus and bread just like the roman empire and nero fiddled it away and and the an emperor valens welcomed in immigrants i mean i can draw all sorts of parallels for you if you really want to but they were they were bringing in illegal immigrants if you will the barbarians from the north instead of from the south and you know what they lost their they lost their nation and and we're doing a similar path right now History repeats itself, folks. I hope we can learn and apply true principles. That's what Americans are known for. Will our generation betray our past? Or will we double down in defense, protecting the past, promoting the future? Huh? Hang tight. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com with me. It sounds like we're all over the map, ladies and gentlemen, but I suggest to you we're not. We're merely pulling on aspects of, facets of the deep state literally lying for the last who knows how many years. Uh, and now, literally, all things are coming to fruition. They're, they're getting caught at all their lies. Every lie is getting exposed. The truth is coming out. Uh, these people are above the law. Joe Biden and, and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and whoever else behind the scenes that the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, was speaking of when he says, hey, you can change your presidents, but you can't change those who have real power. Uh, now we're talking about literally the economy in relation to this, ladies and gentlemen. And here's the latest economic update that relates CBO, that's the Congressional Budget Office, CBO, quote, the federal government is expected to have to spend more money servicing the country's massive national debt this year than it will spend on defense and or Medicare as interest payments skyrocket. The U.S. federal government is projected to spend $870 billion dollars just towards servicing its debt in 2024. That's up by about a third from 2023 and more. Now, Vladimir Putin spoke to this topic, doctor. Indeed, he did. That's another, I mean, th this was a wide-ranging interview with, with Tucker Carlson. Uh, but, but I'm telling you, Putin has a better grasp on the economics of America than certainly the senior leadership of America does with this multi-billion dollar fiasco they just voted on yesterday for foreign aid we're more interested in all of that than we are in keeping our country afloat but putin says no you guys have got this huge 33 trillion dollar debt he says and you guys your dollar is falling off you you're you're boycotting us and what's happened is now the ruble and the yuan the, the chinese currency are be are rising in ascendancy and and the the russian economy is more robust than anything in europe right now and and so he's saying, look, you guys have cut your own throats. You guys are idiots. I mean, he didn't say it in those terms. Unless, you, unless you believe that they want China and Russia to eventually in, invade the United States, and they're building them up on purpose. So that's an interesting dynamic well, there's that, an of interesting the deep state you've got to consider, right? Yeah, you indeed do. And I think the deep state's incl inclination is to do whatever it takes to cause the, the fall of the American uh, Republic. But... But no, Putin's saying, you guys, you're the only country on earth that doesn't know the, the dollar is, is crumbling. 
you know, it's been the you know the uh, the uh, basically the stalwart and it's bound the yeah, world. See, I think fact, Joe and the deep state want the dollar to crumble. That's how you take do. down America. But but see, Tucker brought the fact that up that he said, you know, the the dollar is bound the world together. And Putin's going, you know, later in the interview, he says, ah, not so fast. He's saying that what's happening now is that the dollar is crumbling. You guys, uh, you know, have a fairly reasonable inflation rate, uh, perceived inflation rate. But you guys are printing gobs and gobs and gobs of money, and you're shipping it all over the world. And the dollar is losing its purchasing power. And the ruble and the yuan and gold and maybe some kind of basket of something. Bricks is bigger than the G7 was now. You know, that's, that's the, uh, the group, yeah, that's that, right. the economic group that, that, that Russia's in, you know. And Brazil. they're the, basically the group that said, Brick said, hey, we're moving away from the dollar because the dollar becomes a moral hazard for us. It does. And, and Putin was schooling the nation. Anybody no that will listen to that can say, wait, how come I didn't hear this on CNN or on Wall Street Journal? Or, you or did hear it on Liberty Post. Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. We talk about this stuff constantly. So see, all these different threads seem like they're just going in all directions. But they really go back to one great core, which is this. The United States is a deep state government, a shadow government that is lying to the people. And you're, you're having it be exposed from every quarter right now. The question is, what are we going to do about it, right? It's it's so, a tragic thing. It is. Putin has to tell us. I mean, come on, people! Can't your own president stand in front of a microphone? No. I mean, he can't. Let's say we're in deep doo doo, people. This no, is no, he what's can't happening. do that. No, he's incapable no, he cognitively, yeah. uh, as well as he's controlled by the deep state to the point where he would never do it. His life would be over. Well, it's kind of over already. I think it's just kind of uh, the shades are being drawn. Well, there you but, go. Uh, but, uh, but no, for, for a, a foreign power, somebody that we have, has been our boogeyman for so long, and again, there's, I, I'm not taking nearly as much time as I should be on saying, you know, there's, Putin has baggage too. There's no question about that. And, and he has been part of the deep state in his country. There's no question about Without that. Without question, it came from the KGB straight up, right? Yeah. But but here's the deal. He's got agencies now that are working for him that negotiate things, and uh, it, it's it's an interesting dynamic that Biden is being told by the agencies here what to do. The guys there, the CIA and those other uh, people that are you know bombing Nord Stream and all that kind of stuff, uh, pulling off coups in in Ukraine and so on. Uh, destroying the uh, the entirety of of Europe with with these wars in Syria and all this kind of stuff, where all of the migrants are coming there and they've they've destroyed the cultures of Europe completely. We've got them sending people in through the southern borders. The effort to do to canonize, if you will, an amnesty bill and say, oh yeah, we're going to cap illegal Im- immigration at one dot five million a year. It was really yeah, five thousand a day, buddy. No problem. They're right, insane. Do the math. It's more than 1.5 million when you do the math. But yes, it but is. the point of the matter is they're canonizing this, and everybody and their dog sits here. How about that Taylor Swift performance or whatever? Who, whoever she is. I don't. By the know way, five thousand ever... a day divide, or times three hundred sixty-five. Yeah. One million eight hundred twenty-five thousand people. Absolutely. One almost 1.9 million people that they're going to canonize on this. And by the way, I've never heard a Taylor Swift song to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Come on. What, no, I haven't. I don't think I have. You might have to bring one on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, after the break, maybe or something. I don't know. So I can say I heard her. 
But the fact of the matter is, Sam, people are gaga. Oh, there's another icon. But they're sorry about all these stupid <laughs> Freudian slips. But at any rate, no, no, listen to me, people. we got to quit diverting our attention from everything that's destroying this nation to everything that can save the nation. And, and we've got a path. We know the way back. It's well marked. It worked for so many years, but we've abandoned it so wholeheartedly that people can't seem to even think there's any hope anymore. And and listening to us, you might say, man, it's a sunk ship. It's gone. We can find our way back. Find Find God and find the principles that were originally there. Get involved and get others involved. Those are my four steps in a in a sentence, okay? We if we do that, we'll be okay. But we can't do it if we keep doing the things we're doing. And maybe your audience is is uh, an anomaly in this country right now, but and maybe they don't even know what the Super Bowl is. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is we need more friends. We just need more friends. We and do. Make- and let me let me point out something of interest too. Not only did the Russian leader kind of spank Tucker, but I think Tucker lost control of the interview. And I think for the most part he got out some good stuff. Not yeah. near the blockbuster stuff that I was hoping for, by the way. Uh, and, and by the way, what he the Russian leader did. Say again. I think he, he I think he asked questions sometimes that were on his list when he could have pursued the line of reasoning that Putin was on, and I think he could have got a, a better, more in-depth interview because There's there no was question. some dynamite stuff. That, But then he'd go, oh, yeah, but what about – and it's like, oh, Tucker, you went back to your question list. Don't do that, boy. Anyway, go on yeah. with what you were saying. So I'm the, sorry. The Russian <laughs> president, though, instead of coming across as a warlord, warmongering bad guy, as they've been painting him for the last couple of years, he came across as a very thoughtful, well-educated friend of the United States is what he really came across as. He really did. And the United States is not being my friend, but we've been friendly to the United States for a long time, and we used to be friends. And if Donald, you know, Donald would, would help that along, and he came across very well delivered. Uh, when you when you listen to him and then you hear the translator, he's not full of anger. He's not ranting and raving. He's not crazy. He's like, hey, let me give you a history lesson first. Thank you. Very respectful. And when he felt a little bit dissed by Tucker, he kind of chided him a little bit. And he's like, come on now. What what kind of a deal is this? And and so he came across very well, first of all. The second point I want to make about this is if I was Tucker, I would have drilled in to things. For example, yeah. hey, what was in the Ukraine that was a problem? You know, we know there was these labs. We know that COVID was related here. We know there was these. Um, what was What's really going on in the Ukraine? Uh, I know you consider it part of your own country. But what was really going on there that the United States is doing that, that really caused the problem? We just hear whisperings of this, and we really want the Russian intel on this side, the Russian side of the story. I would have drill, you know, drilled in on a lot of those things. I would have said this is a talk show and it's a personal, uh, you know, private conversation, uh, but for the whole world to hear. So keep things concise. And I would have taken control of the interview a little different than Tucker did personally. Now, I'm not here to armchair quarterback and say Tucker did horrible or anything like that. I'm just saying, to me, you could have really got a lot more pay dirt on that table. Uh, if you would have tried or if you would have been ready. Okay, Sam, I'm going to jump in on what you just pointed out. It's a, a very good string to pull on. See, you know, this idea of Donbass and the Russians being persecuted by the Ukrainian government and all this kind of stuff, and, and, and okay, all that's all well and good, but there's some reasons that we pulled a coup there in 2014. There's some reasons 
that Joe Biden leveraged and extorted the Ukrainians about the billion-dollar taxpayer package. That yeah, and about firing the, the investigators and all this kind of stuff, right? All of the gas company investigations, Hunter's, Hunter's involvement there. There's some stuff going on in Ukraine. In fact, I kind of perceive it as the clearinghouse of the money laundering for what's going on with the United States right now. All right, hang tight, Dr. Bradley. When you come back, we'll let you rock and roll on this theme because I think it's really important to understand. Look, I know it sounds like we're all over the map, folks, but we're not. We're really talking about the preservation of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and it's in jeopardy right now. Let's be very clear. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden is criticizing portions of a special counsel's DOJ report that says he willfully retained classified documents years ago during a primetime address to Americans Thursday. I've seen the headlines since the report was released about my willful retention of documents. These assertions are not only misleading, they're just plain wrong. Biden also says references in the report about memory lapses are also inaccurate and inappropriate. In their report, DOJ officials said the president did not recall his time as vice president very well and also appeared to have a difficult time recalling the timeline of his son Bo's death. Former President Trump calling the special counsel's decision not to bring charges in Biden's classified documents case, quote, selective prosecution. Biden says, unlike Trump, he fully cooperated when federal investigators came looking to get the documents back. Five missing U.S. Marines are found. The news, not good. Corey Myers with more. Five U.S. Marines who were on a training flight in Southern California have been confirmed dead. They were flying from Creech Air Force Base near Las Vegas to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego and were reported overdue. First responders are working to recover the remains of each of the Marines. Tucker Carlson's interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin is now out. It's two hours long, and it's the first interview Putin has given to a Western reporter since he ordered Russian troops to invade Ukraine. Carlson says there is more truth to be learned from the Russian president and former KGB officer. There are now grand jury indictments filed against seven immigrant suspects accused in the brawl that left two NYPD officers injured. An immigrant man named Yohenry Brito, the prime suspect, as he was the first to interact directly with the officers that day in Times Square. This is USA News. Progressive presents an ad from mom. Hello? Is it on? Oh, okay. Bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive and get protection round the clock. Round the clock? Does this generation even understand what round the clock means? But don't come, I'm just saying, because don't come to me when they ask for to do this over, because the kids won't get it. Get round the clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. 
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Shots at me like it's Patron And I'm just like, damn It's 7am Say it in the street, that's a knockout But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out okay. And I'm just like, hey okay. Sam just uh, okay? granted me my wish Hold on, you gotta hear the calm down part You're out of control, Dr. Bradley Let me just explain to you, you're absolutely out of control And Taylor has a solution for you Turn it up gotta calm down doctor you're just being too loud you're out of control buddy listen to taylor she wants you to go to the game this weekend you know and you're all rioting about politics what's happening I, with you come on i can no longer say i haven't heard taylor swift i and honestly i do not believe i've ever heard anything that she ever did up until that moment but you know what as i hear it i can understand why i have never ever ever been interested in that it is been it's a techno blast kids you need to calm I mean, down it's it's all it's all amped up. That's all it is. And she's got a baby voice that she talks to the people to make sure. I mean, she's talking at the level of the people when she does that. Holy yeah. Hannah. Without I'm question. More dis- now, by the way, in her defense, her old music as a country star was actually pretty good. And there's a song called Mine that I really like that's really, really, really good. You'll have to read the lyrics of it. Uh, but, but basically, she gets with this boyfriend, and she thinks he's going to. 
he's going to dump her and stuff like that, and he basically says, hey, we're together forever. It's actually a pretty cool song. It's called Mine. Well, but I'll anyway, your word for she's, it, she's slid downhill from there on, right? No. She's, she's playing. I mean, this, what kind of talent? Now, she's probably a very talented lady, okay? But to play that, that overwhelming techno blast in the background for everything, <laughs> there's no nuance in anything, people. Well, but and anyway, you can't okay. think and stuff. It'll just, it's a mind jammer is what it is. Well, that's, again, one of the reasons probably that Americans have gotten brains mush for brains. I don't know. But, you know, before your before the break, Sam, before the news deal, we, we were on something, and, and you expressed your disappointment that that maybe Tucker had not drilled deeper on some of the things. I think the door was wide open for him to do some things. And you brought no up question. The, the, the labs and stuff in, in Ukraine. And I said, oh, 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 yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So if you don't mind, let's just kind of start there. I... I, you know, you know, I heard Putin, uh, by the way, I looked forward to and spent more attention on this than any, any State of the Union address in recent years. Amen. They're, they're with, with wise reason, by the way. They're, they're, the, the State of the Union addresses are political drivel and a pep rally and all that kind of stuff. This had some substance to it, and it could have had more, as you point out, had he drilled deeper. But this idea, oh yeah, Putin. Putin talked about the the Russians in some of the, uh, you know, the fringe areas that were being persecuted, and their and the Russian language and, and the history and everything like that. That's all well and good, but but there was there is a reason, the reason that Americans are so completely fixated on being engaged in this thing. And I would have liked to have heard Putin's perspective on that because he has intelligence agencies that are feeding him information all the time and, and why would we put billions upon billions upon billions of dollars into this fight why would we extort the ukraine people why would we overthrow their government in 2014 why why is this and i have kind of a perspective on this uh, i think that there's some nefarious things going on there they have become a funnel, in a way, um, in my perspective, where they're funneling their, what shall I say, their money laundering, uh, the, the billions upon hundreds of billions of dollars that get filtered around in the global world. And, and we've, got, we've, we've got these clandestine labs, that, you know, that like Wuhan, only probably on steroids there, where they're doing gain-of-function research on all sorts of horrific things. We have, we have got... Uh, I probably human trafficking things that are horrific. Uh, I would have liked Tucker to sit down and say, you know, Mr. Putin, from your perspective, why is the United States so fixated upon maintaining this surrogate war with you in a country that before two years ago, probably 80% of the Americans had never heard of? You know, why, why do you think the United States is so invested in this? And we're kind of open with that question. Great questions. I agree. Down later and say, and say, well, okay, well, now we've heard just rumors of labs there. Uh, we've heard things about money. And, uh, you know, you can dig in on this thing. And I don't want to rewrite his whole interview. But the door was open. No and question. I think Putin has intelligence on this that I would have loved to have had shared with the American people. Because, honestly... We are so invested. We're a hundred times, maybe a million times, I don't know, more invested in Ukraine right now and Israel than we are in maintaining our own nation. 
and and, for and it's nation. not justified though that it's absolutely blatantly unconstitutional. And with the actions being taken by Joe Biden and others, it's literally war criminals. Okay, we want the the government of the United States wants you to believe that that Vladimir Putin is the war criminal, and Joe's the good guy. In fact, what they say about Joe is they literally say this: you know what? <laughs> Well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And then we say Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. And I think when the truth comes out on this kind of stuff, you say, you know what? I'm not defending Vladimir Putin necessarily. But the war criminal is Joe Biden. The war criminal is the United States of America and their funding of these unconstitutional, unjust wars. Uh, They thieve money from the American people for the military-industrial complex. They put us in debt to our eyeballs over the military-industrial complex. And they act like the only way to have peace at home is war everywhere around the world while our border leaks like a sieve. They're literally bringing in the terrorists to create an insurrection in America while they're overseas um, involved in war criminal activity. All of it is, uh, in my opinion, and, and I know this word is untouchable, but it seems treasonous to me, doctor. Well, uh, it absolutely is. Uh, it's an enigma at the very least. I mean, when you have Putin, they're saying, look, we've had a couple of we, we've had initials on on uh, accords that say we're going to stop this. You told us you pull back from Kiev. That's what the people on the other side told Putin. Pull back from Kiev. We're good. We'll do this. We can make this. Uh, we'll we'll uh, declare peace. He did. And it blew up on him. Borish. Johnson went down there and had him tear up the treaty. It wasn't really a treaty per se, but it was an accord that would have ended this. We have had hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians die, a whole generation. They've depopulated Ukraine. People are running all over the world trying to get away from it. I mean, they're, they're going to further destabilize the, the European culture, and they're coming here. It's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to watch the Senate say, we're going to open our doors to these poor Ukrainians that have been displaced by this horrid war in Ukraine. This has been a bad thing. I would have liked to have Tucker say, you know, we see this going on and and all of this bad stuff, we don't know how bad it is. It's never been, you know, shared here with us. But but you've told us why you went in. But why do you think the United States is so invested in this? Why are we so And I would also ask Vladimir Putin, what is it going to take to resolve this, to get beyond this? He did. He asked him that. I think that Putin has been saying that for the last 18 months. Well, actually, he said it for a couple of years before. Stan, you and I, what was it, seven years ago, were in Washington, D.C., when yeah, the Ukrainians right. were there pitching their cause before the the members of Congress. Yes, it we was were a disgrace then, and the it building. is now. We were in the building. We went out after, the, if you recall. Yeah, I remember. watched the, the parade of Ukrainian flags go down the street. I mean, it was unbelievable. And we even had on. members of Congress say we can't talk to you because the Ukrainians are here. Exactly. As if the exactly. Ukrainians have a place at the table before we, the American people. It was insane. <laughs> we were attempting to get the uh, congressmen and senators to examine the fact that they need to keep their oath of office. It was a simple message. At any rate, it's been going on for a long time. The United States is invested here in something that is absolutely an enigma. And I think it has to do with, a lot with... With money laundering, it has to do a lot with, uh, uh, you know, these la- clandestine labs. It has to do a lot, I believe, with human trafficking. I mean, there's just so many things it could be and probably is. But I, I would have loved to have heard 
Putin's response. You know, so I'm glad you asked that question. He could have said, you but, need but, to ask your intelligence people these things. But here are some things to focus on. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and, and he, could have, he could have said it without saying it. He could have said, we have intelligence that says you had 82 clandestine labs working on gain of function things there that were going to unleash upon the world another pandemic, whatever. He could have said that, but I think he would have been more discreet than that. He, he would have said things. We know that there has been uh, biological labs there that have been involved in things that are very, very destructive, similar to what happened, you know, in 2020, blah, blah, blah. He could have given hints that people with it had their antennas up, could have said, you know what, I'm going to ask that question. I'm going to ask my congressman to ask Go that Go ahead and question. skip the break. He also could have asked this, you know, what is it going to take to bring peace to the world? What do you think we need to do um, to get past this? You know, Joe Biden's kind of, uh, you know, a, a problem and you're unable to work with him. Obviously, you haven't talked to him. Have you tried to talk to him? And, and what does the world look like going forward? What can we do to bring about a peaceful world? I'd be interested to see what the Russian leader would have said about that. Well, he did ask that in a way. He said he met with um, Bill Clinton and said, could we join NATO? I mean, this wasn't his exact statement, yeah, that's but, right. but in essence, that was it. Could we join NATO? Bill no. Clinton's hemmed and hawed and said, well, I, you know, I, uh, maybe we ought to think about that kind of thing. He went out the next morning, came back and says, I've talked to my team. It ain't going to happen. See, this is this is something that, ha you know, first of all, I'm absolutely But see, what we need to do is disband NATO, not have Russia join it. That, that's right. I'm opposed that that whole thing is an absolute travesty from soup to nuts, top to bottom. And NATO is the reason that the Russians invade, well, a big reason. There's a lot of others, as we just mentioned. But a big reason, because NATO was on their doorstep. They came a thousand miles closer to Russia after Russia said, we will, we will take down the Iron Curtain if you'll agree not to have NATO advance on us. And the United States says, we won't come one inch closer. Bravo, Sierra. They are knocking on the door. They are everywhere. And Sweden is just coming in, too. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's just a matter of days, I think. But, but here we are, Ukraine. Russia has been invaded from the West so many times. They have a history there. And that's part of the history lesson that, in my opinion, I think, sorry, Sam, Putin could have spent a little more time on that. Okay. I think yeah, but not, not uh, it depends on who the audience is. See, if you're trying to get this to the American people, spending more time on it won't work. But but they have American been invaded. People, he could have said it in one sentence. I agree. Know, that's of, right. Of, and of that's my times. point. I'm not saying he shouldn't highlight the truth about this. I'm saying to take a half hour plus for it, most mm -hmm. Americans' eyes glazed over, and they never got the second half of the interview. Well, Sad to say. that may be true, but it got my attention. And you know, oh, I'm kind of a, a, a geek on this kind of stuff, I guess. You can say that's the term the kids use nowadays. Yeah. But, but really, this was incisive in so many ways. I'm disappointed as you are that, that uh, Tucker didn't pick up the baton, if you will, and carry it a little bit farther sometimes. I'm disappointed he sometimes fell back on his, on his uh, questions that he came in armed with, and he, he had to have them because if it lagged, he had to have questions to ask. But there were some things that Putin was on a roll on that to me, in a way, Putin exposed some of the intelligence that the Russians are operating on that to me, having worked in the intelligent world, I mean, I'm very unintelligent, I guess you could say, but having been down that path somewhat in my lifetime, 
there are times when any exposure can be a wealth of understanding for opening other understandings. And so, you know, the old the old adage, loose lips sink ships, you know, and they got the, the German spies in World War II that are sitting around the, the bars in, in, uh, that are just outside the U.S. bases and stuff. Somebody drops a hint there, a hint there, and there. Okay, you piece it together. That's how, that's how intelligence is done. You gather strings and you weave a tapestry. And, and, and to my opinion, Putin was very, very open. And he shared things that I, almost, I could almost feel his intelligence agencies in the background grinding their teeth and cringing a little bit, you know, because don't say that. He was far more open than I expected him to be. And, he was, and, and that's I, what I meant by he really presented well to the American people. When they paint him as the boogeyman in the press for two-plus years and then you hear him directly, that changed and evaporated in about two seconds, that we are not getting the truth. That's what I mean by all these deep state things are being exposed and everything else. Hey, he came across very well-spoken, very – he didn't come across angry and hate-filled or anything else. He came across very well. Now, at home, I wonder how all this is going to play out because it turns out that Mexico – now bests China imports to the United States. Yeah, we bought more goods from Mexico than we did from China in 2023 for the first time in over 20 years, doctor. Okay, Sam, before you leave that one. Yeah. Before you leave that one, I got to just say, not so fast, Sam. You go, what? It just, the, the, the statistic just came out. China is buying up industry in Mexico. That's right. I think they're a surrogate. And they're, That's they're right. Their, it's a it's a front doorstep entry into the United States. I, yeah, it just means that stuff. the China Empire is growing, and now we're importing from Mexico Chinese goods from Mexico. They're also importing, or they're actually working on the United States. So pretty soon you're going to say, "Hey, this is United States created. It's all funded and backed and controlled by Chinese factories owning Chinese land in America." So whether it's Mexico or the United States, they won't care. China will be the ones pressing the buttons. Absolutely. I think it's not a time to celebrate, a time to recognize that United oh, States no question. It's not celebrate. further, further displaced. And by the way, why would they do this? Because of something that Trump and all of our conservative leadership in the United States House and Senate were just cheering on. It's the USMCA, the United States, That's Mexico, right. Canada. And the only way they can further it is to have more imports from Mexico. But my question is, when Mexico is literally bringing illegal activity to our border at every step of the way, why would we partner with Mexico on this and have more imports from Mexico than China? I think Mexico is just as great of a threat with Chinese backing as China was by itself, if not greater. There's, there's so many poison pills in this thing, that you, this story you just brought up, Sam. Amen. They take advantage of our stupidity with this multinational agreement that is globalist in its origins. It's another step in the effort to globalize and get rid of the United States Constitution. They said, oh, you got rid of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Okay, fine. We'll use the USMCA that the United States Senate, our guy from Utah, Mike Lee, during the lame duck session after the, the election, the 2018 election, he wanted to ramrod the USMCA through worried the Democrats wouldn't let it through when they got seated in January. So after the 2018 election, he tr tried to prevail on Trump and ramrodding it through. It didn't get through until the Democrats took control in 2018. But nonetheless, it's there. It's a globalist agreement that violates Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution. 
in terms of our trade. And China's just taking advantage of it. They bought their way into our country by saying, oh, yeah, that's how you're going to bring it in. We'll do it. So they bought industry in, in Mexico, and they've amped up their, their, uh, their whole production facility to bring it into the United States. Sure, Mexico's trade with us has gone up, but it's really Chinese trade. Can That's you see right. How this stuff it works? absolutely is. And so you look at this, and you really got to kind of ask yourself some questions. So Mexico best China in imports. It's really a lie, but that's the way they're pitching it. It's really going to move forward with this quote regional um, governance, Agreement. if you will. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. These trade agreements, regional governments, is what it's really uh, gunning for. Now they say Americans are demanding the border wall. By, they say that Biden is pushing the United States into a civil war. Governors are claiming the rights to defend their states. The survey reveals that almost 60% of the United States want to finish the border wall that Trump launched. Now, between the states, they say it's not far-fetched that we could uh, end up in a civil war over this immigration thing. Okay. They say it's a make-or-break issue, this immigration stuff. And, and you look at this whole thing and you go, man, it's the Hegelian dialectic everywhere. China is not the way to go. But Mexico, backed by China, is not the way to go either. They don't care which road you take as long as you don't choose the road that says we're going to reduce imports and become a provident nation. In other words, a nation that, that takes care of their own and a nation that has um, – self-reliance and the ability to produce our own goods and services and things like that. They would then mock and say isolationist in an effort to derail that. But neither plan here. It's just the Hegelian dialectic. They don't care which one you choose as long as you're on the AB bandwagon, doctor. Well, it, it's, you know, the uh, fractionalization of the United States. And this has been, this has worked good for the Marxists for the last couple hundred years. And so that's, it's being played out again. If you can make so many fracture points, I mean, we're being balkanized, first of all. You know, think about what happened in the Balkans, and they got all these different fractions of language and religion and ethnicity and all this kind of stuff going until it, it's a tinder keg. You know, it's, a, it's just ready to blow up. And, and <clears throat> anything they can do to encourage that in the United States, you know, this Civil War thing, sure, they'll take a Civil War. This import thing, sure, we'll take that. Oh, the crumbling of the dollar, sure, we'll take that. I mean, a war overseas that we bankrupt the nation, sure, we'll take that. I mean, name anything you want. We'll take a we'll take a pandemic. All they're trying to do is destroy the synergism of this nation, and every one of these things has been contrived. There is not a single thing I've just mentioned that didn't come about based upon a planned approach to things, and we've just got to wake up to that. All right, now you were mentioning Nikki Haley before, and I kind of derailed you, though, and I want to finish on this because I think this is critical. Nikki Haley raising big money while she's losing at every turn, but yet she's the deep state shill to promote the anger of the, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to say, the good old boy network, it seems, right? Well, there's no question. Nikki Haley is the darling of the deep state, and, you know, she was the, uh, I mean, Trump appointed her to the United Nations ambassadorship. But she's not even constitutionally authorized to be a, a president. I mean, and we could go review that. We don't have time at this point. I know we're running out of time. But, but she does not constitutionally qualify as a presidential uh, uh, contender. And, and so, but she, you're right. She's losing everything. Trump just took all of the, uh, the delegates for the, from, the, uh, from Nevada. We're, they're going into uh, South Carolina, where she was governor. She's like 30 points behind Trump there. 
I mean, it's one of those things you say, what the heck? And and I, I guarantee, well, here, here's one point. One of the, not one, there's been about 10 surveys I've read <laughs> lately that shows Haley beating Biden by huge percentage points, much more than Trump. Now, again, you can prove anything you want with the survey, and I think a lot of those are contrived too, so I don't take them all to the bank. But Haley is the the one that's being pushed that could take the presidency. The deep state would prefer her, and they'd work with her. And so, obviously, she's uh, she's right in the forefront right now, but she's losing at every turn. And, um, and she's just, it's an enigma to me, especially since she's not constitutionally authorized to be president. So at every turn, this is, this is a head-scratcher for me. Uh, maybe I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> well, I bring it up because now the European Union is thinking about sanctioning Tucker. Well, yeah, sure. He, he, took the, he blew the lid off of a, a well, what shall I say, boiled stew. I mean, everybody had their script. The European Union had theirs, and the United States has theirs, and everybody, you know, all the, you know, the House and the Senate are playing their script. And holy cow, it's like, if people will stop and analyze what happened, it's like, wait, 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 wait. I, I, he spilled the, the stew here. He let the cat out of the bag, whatever. If people will, will analyze it with intelligence, Americans can start to say, wait a minute. What's going on? We, 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 we haven't been told the story. We haven't been told the truth. And uh, again, uh, yeah, they're got to be chapped. And, and again, people are saying he ought to be treated like Assange. He ought to have his passport revoked. He ought to be put in prison. And now the European Union's getting, uh, you know what? If all the globalists are saying it, if there's smoke, there's fire, there's fire on this baby. And there's some reason that they're so chapped. And I think we got to use some analysis as to why they're so bent out of shape. Now, really quick, before the end of the hour, they say prominent Republicans are calling for the resignation of, Don, of Joe Biden uh, because of this stuff. And my response to them is this. Um, you know, I appreciate you pushing for that, but you guys can't even impeach Mayorkas, much less Joe. They're above the law, folks. <laughs> you better understand that. And we better change that game because as long as we allow these secret combinations to flourish, not only in secret, but now in your face out in the open, if you don't rein this in now, meaning you, we the people, we're in serious trouble because it'll do nothing but absolutely ramp up like a snowball in hell. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It'll melt. It'll melt. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the country will melt right on down as the snowball of corruption continues. Thanks for being alongside with the ride. Dr. Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.